President Trump and stunning claims now revealed in the sentencing agreement from his former aide. The president also fighting back after comments he made about trade talks with Canada that were leaked to the public. ABC's Kenneth Moten is at the White House with the story. Kenneth, good morning. Good morning, guys. President Trump and this White House have insisted George Papadopoulos was a young, low-level volunteer with the 2016 campaign. But this new sentencing document I only suggests otherwise. It says Jeff Sessions, now the attorney general, appears to have openly supported a possible meeting with the Russians. This morning, former Trump campaign foreign policy advisor George Papadopoulos detailing what allegedly happened when he offered to set up a meeting between then-candidate Donald Trump and Russian President Vladimir Putin. Papadopoulos, a pivotal figure in special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation, the first Trump campaign official to plead guilty and cooperate with prosecutors after he lied to Mueller's team during questioning about the Trump campaign's relationship with Russia. In a sentencing memo released overnight, lawyers for Papadopoulos say that during a campaign meeting, Papadopoulos announced he had connections that could facilitate a foreign policy meeting between Trump and Putin. The memo says while some in the room rebuffed the offer, Mr. Trump nodded with approval and deferred to Mr. Sessions, who appeared to like the idea and stated the campaign should look into it. All this as a new ABC News Washington Post poll says 63% of Americans support Mueller, 29% don't. The president is expected to increase his attacks on Mueller as he hits the campaign trail more after Labor Day, the kickoff to the sprint to the November midterms. We're working against a tide of, of blue. We have more people working today than at any time in the history of our country. During a campaign stop in North Carolina, the president taking aim at the media, blasting the leak of a comment to Bloomberg News he claims was off the record. I said off the record. And I made a statement about Canada, which is fine, because I love Canada. But they've taken advantage of our country for many years. The leaked comments on NAFTA negotiations were first reported by the Toronto Star, not Bloomberg. The Star reporting the president is not making any compromises with Canada, but he could not say it publicly because, quote, is going to be so insulting they're not going to be able to make a deal. The president confirming the story in a tweet, saying his powerful understanding with Bloomberg was blatantly violated adding, at least Canada knows where I stand. Bloomberg's response, when we agree that something is off the record, we respect that. The leaked comments complicating NAFTA talks. The government of Canada will not sign an agreement unless it's good for Canada and good for Canadians. On Papadopoulos, the White House has denied that President Trump remembers any exchange or offer to meet with Putin during the campaign. Overnight, the president attacked that new ABC News Washington Post poll in a tweet and asked if Bloomberg would apologize for, quote, violating a firm off-the-record statement. Dan? Kenneth Moten at the White House. Thank you. Let's bring in ABC News chief political analyst Matthew Dowd. A lot to discuss here. I want to start with NAFTA because setting aside this whole debate about how these off-the-record comments got leaked, which should never happen, mm -hmm. um, what are the real-life implications of this deal the president is trying to cut with Canada? Are, is, is redoing NAFTA going to be good for the American economy or bad? Well, so the president was authorized to, to re reform NAFTA by the Congress, but he had to do it with Canada and the United... He had to do it with Canada, Mexico, and the United States together. Right now, he has a semblance of a deal with Mexico. The problem is he doesn't have a deal with Canada, so he can't do anything, even if he wanted with Mexico. I think this is the president's second most vulnerable problem he has right now. Obviously, the whole Mueller, Mueller investigations, everything surrounding that. 
But this is why most of his voters voted for him. He was the art of the deal guy, right? And so he hasn't gotten a deal with North Korea. He hasn't gotten a deal with Iran. He hasn't gotten a deal in the Middle East. He hasn't gotten a deal on trade. And now he doesn't have a deal yet on NAFTA. So this, to me, is the president has to get something done because, as I say, it's his second most vulnerable political problem. Well, speaking of the president, we, according to our most recent poll, he's now dipped to a 36% approval rating, which is pretty low. As we head into Labor Day, after Labor Day, it's the unofficial kickoff of the midterm campaign season. What does the president's approval rating uh, mean as we head into these elections? Well, this is this is an historic low number for a president's first midterm. If he ends up by election day at 36 percent, no other president has gone in their first midterm with that. If you look at history, both a combination of history and a president's approval, you're very likely to lose the Congress, the House, in this election. That's a huge problem for the president. And most of the time, once a poll is done and once your numbers are set by Labor Day, you can't change them in the 60 days running up to election day because everything is back and forth. This is a political problem for the president because I think he now understands for the first time in weeks that if he loses the midterms, he's under investigation for two years by a House that has every committee and every ability to subpoena. Matthew Dowd, always great to have your analysis on a Saturday morning. Great even to better be here. in person. Great to be, even if the president personally attacks our poll. Yeah, well. <laughs> So be it. It's okay. It's not a person, so he does, the poll doesn't have to be Fair sensitive enough. about well, it. That's right. Good, good context. <laughs> Thank you, Matthew. Hi, everyone. George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click on the right over here to subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to download the ABC News app for breaking news alerts. Thanks for watching.